Good morning, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parashas Baha'u'isra, Tafshin Pei Gimel. We're continuing the Shira Mikut Halachas, Yoradeya Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Mila, Halacha Beis, Paragraph Gimel. This halacha again is based on chapter 49 in Likud Imran, which every chapter is deep, but some in some it's more obvious than others. In this chapter, Rabbeinazal ex- explains what took place when Hashem first created the world and shows how that parallels creation taking place inside of us, inside of every single Jew, how we are creating on a daily basis. We dedicate to learning today, Lila Nishmas, Yentefradal Bas Rabbi Shuarye, Harani Kaporas Mishkova, and for a complete refuel shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Basgalia, Gavriel Shlomoy ben Idis, Chaim Yitzchok ben Chanarifka, Akiva Michoel ben Sorahuva, Bachi Kela Basamalia Malka, Ruven Mordechai ben Chana, Dvoira Gila Simcha Baschava, Borach Mordechai ben Tali, Nasan Yehuda ben Tali, Yosef Avromaliaz and Isim ben Pesia, Soraleya Baschava Liba, Avigail Brocha Bashir, Dvoira Chana Basoraya, David Leib ben Shena, Shlom Anisim ben Mazel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Frank Lorechala, Avram David ben Chana, Soregitl bas Chana Riva, Hindachasa bas Chana Miram Esther bas Soregitl, Chaim Arye ben Brocha, Chaim ben Rachel, Idis bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassa, Gittigenendel bas Sipoira, Libalea bas Sipoira, Paragraph Gimel now, Rav Musanzal says, Nimtza, based on what we were learning in the previous year, we conclude, Shal Yidei Hamila, Nimoil Orlas Leiv, the Orlas Basar, that by performing the mitzvah of Mila, we're removing two Orlas, the Orla on the heart, the Tuma that's on the heart of a person, and the Orla that's on the flesh of the Briskoidish. Because we saw in the previous year that they're both very much connected. They're both really one. They affect each other. Because each one is dependent on the other. Because when a person is thinking sinful thoughts, when a person allows the Tivus Royce and Midas Royce in the heart to run rampant, which destroys the creation. Remember, we showed how the heart is like a microcosm of when Hashem originally created the world. At the original creation, first there was only the infinite light of Hashem. Then Hashem had to vacate in the middle. Hashem had to make a vacant space by constricting the light in all four directions to create a vacant area in which the Bria could take place, in which the worlds could be created, etc. Rabbeinus, I'll explain in the Kutimran, 
that the same thing takes place inside the heart of every Jew. The heart of every Jew has an aspect of Ein Soif, infinite. We have an infinite longing for Hashem, but that, that's not good enough. We need to turn that into something tangible. And in order to do that, we need a tzimtzum. We need to be mitzamtzim, that yearning, that desire, and make room, libi cholobikirbi, make a vacant space in the heart <coughs> in which the midos can be developed, the midos of a person, <coughs> and, and to enable the person to actually perform actions of mitzvahs, of study Torah. So, kyalidei orla slave, cheneskalkel habria, bechinas klal hamidos shebecholol aleiv, because when there's orla slave, when the heart is messed up, which means that the creation is damaged, which means all the midos that are supposed to be developed in that halal of the lave are not being done properly, then therefore the malchus of Hashem, the malchus of Kedusha is hidden, it's covered up, it's not being revealed. And as we saw earlier, that's also the problem in the orla, the foreskin that's covering up the crown of the briskoidish. And when a bris mila is performed and that foreskin is cut away, then the orla, the tumor that's on the heart, is also removed. Because by us revealing the kingdom of Hashem, by revealing that crown, that Torah, that generates an, an awakening from below, from down here. And that creates vessels into which we can receive divine light. And then as a result of that, the orla of the heart, the negativity, the Sahara of the heart is, is removed. Because the orla slave and the orla's bosor are one. The Iker hadas v'achachma shabaleiv u'kifi piken habris because what will determine whether a person's brain is working properly, whether a person is zoichet to chachma and das of kedusha, and when we say the brain here, Rav Nosson is referring to the das and chachma shebeleiv, because both of these are, are very much connected, the brain and the heart, the, the moyach and the leiv. We know the letters yud hey of Hashem's name, yud ke vavke, which are chachma and bina, are called train ray and deloy nisparshim, two friends that are inseparable. And what will define the, the, the das and chachma the heart is the tikan abris. There's a famous quote from the Zohar Kodesh, siluka di yesoida ad abba ve'ima. The effects of the sphere of Yesoid, of the bris, go all the way up to father and mother, Abba and Ima, which are Chachm and Bina. The brain of a person is going to be defined by the person's Tikkun Abris, Shehu Bechinas Mila, 
which again, the one, the aspect of Tikkun Abris we're talking about here is the mitzvah of Mila, Shemachnian Orla Dechafi Abris, whereby we are defeating and eliminating that tuma that's covering the bris. Hainu Shemachnian Umesaknin Pigam Abris, which means we are defeating and repairing the any damage of the bris. question in the chat, but if a person has a hard time accessing this infinite longing for Hashem, <clears throat> and so at present they don't really feel it, they probably need very different methods. The answer is they don't, this is, the, the reason why they're not feeling it, the reason why they're not accessing it is because it's covered up, it's blocked. And in this halacha, we're being given one of the, one of the pieces of advice how to remove that blockage, that covering, that's covering up the heart, that's covering up the bris, that's not allowing it to function correctly. Any other questions? Now Rav Nosenzal again is gonna go into detail explaining the two major operations in bris. And based on what we're learning here, we'll understand these two steps of a bris mila. The mila, the cutting away of the orla, and the priya, the second step. They correspond to these two tikkunim that we just spoke about. We're trying to correct two orlas. The orla that covers the esoid, the bris kodesh, and the orla that's covering a person's heart. It's the one that's covering the heart isn't a physically tangible thing, but it's it's very real. It's that yetsahara in the heart. It's all the taivas royas and midas royas. Because the act of mila, which usually refers to the cutting away of that foreskin, that piece of skin that's covering the Torah, that's cut off, removed. Because that foreskin that covers the crown of the bris, that corresponds to the klipos that are all bad, completely tomei. The kingdom of evil. Which opposes and challenges the holy kingdom. Whereas the second step of a bris mila, which is the priya, that's addressing that fourth klipa. Remember, in the vision of Yecheskel Anavi, he saw three forms of evil Ruach Sa'ara, Onan Godoil, and Eshmis Lakachas. But then it says he saw Noiga. He saw this twilight surrounding the holiness, noiga. And the priya is addressing this klipas noiga, shehi bechinas eitzadas toivorah, which is like the eitzadas, which was a combination of good and bad. Shehu ne'echezes baleiv. And this klipas noiga is especially attached to the heart. Bebechinas, as there's a pasuk in Tehillim, chapter 38, 
Libi Scharchar. My heart is surrounded by negativity. Bechinas schoyer schoyer. The Aramaic words schoyer schoyer mean surrounding, circling something. Just like that klipas noiga surrounds the throne of Hashem kaviyochol. Bechinas venoiga loy stoviv. As it says in the beginning of Yecheskel Anovi, that this noiga surrounded the holiness. As Rabbeinu Sal explains all of this in several places in Likut Imran, Hareini Kaporas Mishkovoi. Rav Nosanzal is writing this again during the first year after Rabbeinu Sal's passing. Whenever he refers to him, he adds these words, Hareini Kaporas Mishkovoi. Ainu Shehi Bechinas Orla Slave, so that this Klipas Noiga is this Orla of the heart. Which was caused as a result of too much light that caused a shattering of the vessels. That's where the Eitz Hadas draws its negativity. And because this is noiga, because this is good and bad, we have the ability to repair it. We don't have to just destroy, demolish it and get rid of it. Because when the person is to get rid of those taivas royce and midos royce and to repair their deeds, and to generate complete holy vessels that are, nest, that are needed. How? Through Torah, mitzvahs, maizim toivim, that's how we correct and repair the shattering of the vessels. Through that, we elevate the good that's found in this klipas noiga, the and that good becomes part of the holiness, as is known throughout all the Sifrei Kabbalah and Hasidus. And now you'll understand the exact action that takes place in the Priya. We don't cut away that membrane of, of skin that we're dealing with in the Priya, like we did the, the, in the in the say We tear it and we fold it over to reveal the crown of the bris. And that skin remains, we don't cut it away, it remains in that folded over state, attached to the aver, attached to the bris koidish. Because when we tear that skin, and we thereby break that klipas noiga, and we reveal the crown. Crown means malchus, kingdom. We're revealing the malchus of Hashem. Because remember, man is in the image of Hashem. We represent Hashem. Then that, the good aspect of that noiga becomes connected to holiness. Whereas that second klipa, the orla, the hainu ha'orla, the, the actual foreskin that was covering the whole, the whole bris, 
That's something that's total evil. Therefore, we have to defeat it and cut it away. Remove it, detach it, and get rid of it completely. Because that klipa cannot join the holiness. Again, as is known in the Sifrei Kabbalah. We conclude, therefore, through these two steps in the procedure of a bris mila, the mila and priya, we're correcting the two orlas that a person has, the orla of the bris kodesh and the orlas halev. Any questions? Now, Rav Nosanzal explains, however, both of these klipois are covering up the bris kodesh. Because their actualization, their becoming real, these klipois becoming tangible, is only down below by the bris kodesh. And they want to try to cover up and hide the kingdom of Hashem. Because even though we said in the last paragraph, the previous paragraph, that the priya is addressing the orla of the heart, there by the heart, you don't see this in any physical form. You don't see any piece of skin or anything covering the heart. But rather, it spirals down and becomes more physical down below. To cover and hide the malchus, which is represented by that crown on the bris kodesh. And therefore, the main thing, our job is to go in and repair that brisco, the lower bris. That's what the mitzvah of Mila is about. To cut away the orla and to reveal the crown by doing that priya in order to eliminate and do what needs to be done to both of these klipois, where both of these klipois are covering that lower bris, even the orlas leiv, its physical manifestation is down below. And by performing these two steps, which allow us to reveal the malchus, the nimoel orla slave, and we're also repairing the orla slave, this brings about an elevation to the two base hamikdashes that we spoke about in the previous year, the base ilah, the base hamikdash up in heaven, and the Beis down below, which correspond to Bina and Malchus, the two Shechinas. 
the two haze of Yudke Vovke, as we spoke about in the previous year. Bechinas, as it says in Shira Shirin, me, Zois Oila, me, and me, which is the upper Shechina, me, which is 50, which is Bina, together with Zois, which is the Malchus, the lower Shechina, both of them rise up. Kanal, as we discussed previously. Because that upper bias refers to the light, the spiritual light in the heart, which corresponds to the sphere of Bina, which is associated with the heart. There are many psukim that show this. That's what's referred to as this upper bias. And the lower bias, malchus, corresponds to that lower shechina, the malchus. And by us correcting both of these, the orla down below and the orla of the heart, this causes an aliyah to both biases. Bechinas mi im zois oila, as the Zohar Kodesh says, mi together with zois oila. Both of these experience a major aliyah. As it's explained in Rabbeinazal's words, Harini Kaporas Mishkavoy, Bemaimar Hanal, over there in chapter 49, Ayin Shum studied over there. And understand well. Rav Zal says these are deep concepts here, but Rav Zal is explaining it in such a crystal clear way. Question. But how in the chat, but how can this tikkun of unblocking the heart can be performed with someone who already had a bris mila? We said at the end of the previous year that the results of a tikkun can be undone very quickly, like when the Jews made the Egel soon after Kabbalah Satoira. Therefore, this is a process, this is a daily process, and this is a daily work. Just like we say that Hashem creates the world anew every day, our battle with the Eight Sahara is a new battle every single day. Every single day, we're trying to, re- to remove the Orla, the Orla Salev, the Orla's Basar, by trying to pass the tests, the challenges that we have in Tikkun Abris, and, and by going to the mikvah, and by all the different things that, and by trying, when any bad thoughts come into our mind, to change the channel, to switch to good thoughts. This ongoing battle of Tikkun Abris, of dealing with these Orlas, the, the major, major event is on the eighth day when the child had, that's a major, major event, but but that that's round one. Then come all the other rounds that a person has during their lifetime. Marriage is another major, major, major step of tikkun abris, of tikkun amalchus. The, the woman is the malchus of kedusha, the shechina, and and the husband elevating her. Paragraph hey. And now you'll also understand why the brismila is performed on the eighth day. Because the number eight is associated with Bina, which is the heart. As is known in Sifrei Kabbalah, 
when you start counting from the bottom up, Malchus, Yesoid, Hoid, Netzach, Tiferes, Gevura, Chesed, Bina. Bina is number eight on the ladder. Iker Hatikun, Walidation is Gala or Halev. Because the, the grand finale in all of this is that that light of the heart, of a Jewish heart, is revealed. Shemishom Iker Hizgalus Hamalchus. Because it's from there that they will be achieved the main revelation of the Malchus. And this will also explain why the Gemara makes special, special reference to the Simcha of a bris mila. As the Gemara says in Shabbos, page 130, that mitzvah remained with the Jews throughout generations. And the Gemara gives an example of the mitzvah of bris mila. Because there in the heart, that's the main center of simcha for the body. For the person. As it says in Tehillim, Nosato Simcha Belibi. Hashem, you placed Simcha in my heart. That's the, the main place. We know there's a Pasuk, Liboi Noso Esraglo. The heart lifts up the feet. When a person has real, healthy, powerful Simcha in the heart, that Simcha permeates through the whole body. And that picks up the feet that the person starts dancing and clapping, all the expressions of Simcha. But the place, the, the origin is in the heart, which is Bina, again. And with this, we'll understand an incredible Chiddush that the Tikkun Ezoya reveals on a Pasuk and Chumash. The Pasuk says, Mi yale lanu Hashem says, don't think that the Torah is inaccessible. Don't, so that you're going to say, who can go all the way up to Shamayim and, and connect to the Torah? Because the Pasuk continues later, Ki The Torah is very close to you. It's within your mouth and your heart to fulfill the Torah. Note, Picha and Levavcha, Picha again is Malchus, Malchus Peh, and Levavcha, the heart, is that upper Shechina. So the Zohar Kodesh says on this Pasuk that Mi Yale Lono Hashemaima, who will go up for us to heaven, Roshe Tevois Mila, the first letters of those four words spell the word Mila, the Soife Tevois, and the last letters of those four words spell Yud Kevav Ke, Hashem's name. Rav Nosenzal explains, look at the wording in the Pasuk, Mi Ya'ale, the Mi will rise up. Because the mitzvah of Mila represents an elevation from down below going up. Us performing the mitzvah of Mila down here is an example of Isarusa de Lesata. We down here are making the move. And that's why Hashem did not do this. He left it for us to do this. Because this is part, this is a major part of our Isarusa de Lesata, our initiation, our activity from down below. 
Vialkain Malin Orlas Bosar Daika. And this is why we cut away that Orla that's on the flesh. Specifically, because step one is to accept Hashem's kingdom upon us, Hashem's authority, and to reveal that kingdom. And afterwards, afterwards, to be able to receive Hashem's light through the vessels that will be generated by us performing step one, which is accepting Hashem's malchus on us. Just like in Kriya Shema, the first, the first sentence of Kriya Shema, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, is called Kabolas Oil Malchus Shamayim. First, we accept upon ourselves Hashem's kingdom, Hashem's authority, and that's Vyohavto. Then we go on to Vahoyim Shamoya, which is Kabolas Oil Mitzvahs accepting upon ourselves all the mitzvahs, which are these lights. Every mitzvah is a light. So we see that we are rising up from down below, going upwards. That's why this is found in this passage. Who will rise up on our behalf to heaven? Rise up from down below. And this explains why the first letters of these four words spell the word Mila, and the last letters spell Hashem's name, Yudkevavke. Because first, we have to cut away and remove and destroy that orla, that tuma, that foreskin that's covering up the bris. This is a major step of tikkun habris. Afterwards, a great heavenly light is revealed as a result of having these vessels that were created by us taking that initiative, by us doing this major action down below. And when you have those kalim, those vessels, then all the different midos and worlds can come into being, can be revealed. And that's what's all re- rep- rep- represented by Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, in that Pasuk. That is Hashem's great light, which feeds life and energy into all of the worlds all of the worlds that are represented by all of the Midois, Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, Netzach, Yisoi. And all of these, all of this, we are Zoychet to initiate and to make this happen by performing the Mitzvah of Mila. By, by performing this major, major Tikkun Abris. Step one is 
destroying the Orla, repairing the Bris Kodesh, revealing the Malchus. And then we're able to receive the light in a healthy, constructive way. Like the Sifrei Kabbalah used the term Oilam Atikon, the world in its perfected state. Shehu Bechina Shem Havaya, which is represented by Hashem's name Yudke Vavke. Yalkein Baroshe Tevos Mila, Ubesoyfe Tevos Havaya. Therefore, the opening letters are Mila. Step one is the Mila Tikkun Abris, and the closing letters are Havaya, which is this great, great light that now can come into the vessels. Bahovain, Rav Nasanzal says, understand this well. Ki ikr hatikun, bechinas oilam hatikun, balidei tikan abris, kayadua. Because the main repair of everything that needs to be repaired, and this term oilam hatikun, that's, refer- that's used in Sifrei Kabbalah, the world in its perfected state, the most important thing that's going to affect that is tikan abris. Purity in this area. Any questions? Question in the chat. We quoted this passage, it's in your mouth and in your heart. Why doesn't it say in your mind and in your hands? After all, a person first has to plan their actions in their mind and then perform them with their hands. The answer is there are many places in the Torah where it speaks about the mind and the hands also. There are. However, however, regarding the brain and the heart, there's a very, very critical point being made. And that is, and we say this in Olenu, just because somebody knows something up here, they know what's right, they know what they want to do, <clears throat> does not necessarily mean that they're going to go do it. Because the battlefield for the mind is in the heart, the main battlefield. And therefore, all of this talk about repairing the orla saleh, the orla saleh, the lay, the heart. And again, we know in physics, in medicine, in health, the brain and the heart are the two life centers of the person. There's brain dead, <clears throat> and there's the, the, the brain, when, as, so long as the brain is functioning properly, the person is really considered alive. When the brain is not functional, even though, even if all the other parts of the body are functioning, the person isn't really living. And so to the heart. The heart is also this critical, critical piece of defining how alive or dead a person is. So both of these play a very, very important role. And, and, and again, when we talk about the two shechinas, they are represented by the, one of the ways that we represent them is by the heart and the breath, the heart and the mouth. The beficha, malchus per, and the lev is bina. But again, always remember, this is, this is one page. On a different page, the focus is going to be on the hands, that everything is the hands. You get up in the morning, the first thing is wash your hands, not wash your heart, 
wash your hands. Step one, the hands have an incredible important role. And machshava, the brain also is a very important part. Right now here, we're focusing on this kesher between the, the heart and the mouth. Paragraph Ches, V'alkein ha'priya b'hatsipornayim. And now we'll understand why this act of priya is done with the fingernails of the moyel. The moyel tears that, that membrane and folds it over, and it's done especially with the fingernails. Ki ha'priya noiga. Because as we explained, this second procedure called priya corresponds to the sphere of noiga. V'noiga hu bechinas eitzadas. And noiga is related to the eitzadas, which is good and bad. And we know the Torah tells us that when Adam and Chava were originally created, they had kosnos oyer with an aleph. They had garments of light. They didn't need physical clothing. They were dressed in light. As a result of eating from the Eitzhadas, it was changed instead of oyer with an aleph to oyer with an ayin. Shehi bechinas tzipornayim, which is the nails. The nails are referred to as this oyer. As it says in the Medrash Rabbah, chalokim katsipoyron. Hashem gave them new garments. After the eight and eight sadas, they needed their different garments, which were smooth like the nails. And this explains why the priya must be done via the nails. A moihel, this is one of the reasons why the moihel makes sure to have some fingernails in order to be able to do this priya properly. While we're on the topic, I want to mention this because I just saw this this week. I was at a bris mila, and I was the sandik at the bris. I really saw it up close. There's been a major controversy recently, in recent years, about a different part of the mitzvah bris mila, which is the mitzitza bepeh, where after the mila and after the priya, the moihel is supposed to put his mouth in that area and, and draw some of the blood from the bris mila. And there's been major, just like, again, just like years ago, 100 years ago, and, and throughout the years, there's been battles against shechita. There have been these humane organizations, these inhumane organizations. They make believe they're humane. They know better than Hashem. Hashem says that the best way and the correct way to kill a cow or a lamb or a chicken is through the process of shechita. There's nothing better. No, no, no. They say this is inhumane. They want to use a stunga, all kinds of different ways. And this has been a battle throughout the generations between the non-Jews and the Jews, and then between the non-observant Jews and the Jews. That's a worse battle. The anti-Semitic Jews that are anti-religion, etc. And this came up recently, and there were claims of all kinds of diseases that are being transmitted to the baby by the moil putting his mouth there. What kind of a disgusting... The, this, is, this is brought in the Gemara, in Halacha, in Sifrei Kabbalah. This is an incredible, important procedure. And the moihalim, the people that do this, are 
intelligent, educated people. They know to use whatever whatever liquid needs to be used to make sure that the mouth is antiseptic, clean 100%. Everything is done with cleanliness. This doesn't hurt the child in any way. This is a, a, a part of completing the mitzvah of bris milah correctly. But again, there's been major opposition to this. And then some people came out with a new, a new thing. We will do it through, we'll use a tube. We won't touch, so we're not making contact with that area with the mouth. We're using the tube. <clears throat> and, and unfortunately, these are mistakes. These are, these are mistakes. The Torah defines how this should be done properly. And uh, we should be to perform the mitzvahs properly and not to be taken in by these seeming healthy, healthy advisors, people who think they know uh, about health properly and, and, and are being used by the Satan to do battle against the Torah, to make sure that Jewish children that are being circumcised, that they're not getting the full benefit of a completely kosher bris milah. Now, Rav Nosenzal continues. Any questions? Any questions? Question in the chat. If the nails are klipas noiga, why are they considered such a great tumor? They're not those three klipas that are total evil. The answer is, as we see here, and we're going to see in many places, that the main arena of action, of the battle between good and bad is in Klippas Noiga. Even though those other Klippas are worse, there's, there's a concept of evil, good, and then there's twilight. There's something that's in between. And the twilight is more dangerous in many ways than the something that's all bad. Because something that's all bad, people can see that it's all bad. Something that has good and bad mixed together there it's much more easy for a person to be taken in and to be harmed by the bad, not to succeed in making that tikkun. That's why the nails are so delicate an item so, and must be dealt with correctly, properly. That's why the best time for cutting the nails from in is on Erev Shabbos Kodesh, when we're involved in this whole tikkun of these three klipas that are completely bad and the tikkun of klipas noiga, and the Torah tells us how to do it and to make sure to, to either burn the nails or flush it down the toilet to make sure to get rid of it properly because it's such a delicate item. Now we'll understand also the great importance of the suda of a bris milah, the meal that follows a bris milah. It's brought that it's so important that the host should be careful not to invite people to, to, a, to the suda. Because if you invite a person and they don't come, they're in big, big trouble. So we inform the people, we announce that there will be a suda at this and this time and this and this place. But we don't actually invite because that would mamish make it a crime for the for a person not to attend if they were given an actual invitation. But the Suda of Abrismila is a very, very hush of Suda. 
וזה בחינת הסוג השם שיש בסביבה. כי עכשיו חוטרו הוא אכילה. Because now that we perform the bris milah, now you're allowed to eat. Now you can eat, and your eating will be, will be beneficial. Now it's a major mitzvah to eat. Because as we explained earlier, this orla, this tuma that's covering up the bris kodesh, originates from a tumor in the, of the heart. Which was created as a result of Adam Arishan eating from that tree that he wasn't supposed to eat from, that had good and bad. That's what damaged his heart. And that's what injected foolishness, silliness into the heart. Because eating nourishes the heart. We mentioned in the beginning of this halach, I believe, ito sado deliba, bread satiates and satisfies the heart. And according to how a person is eating, that's going to define their heart in terms of holiness or unholiness. As we saw previously in paragraph Dalid, and as is explained in Rabbi Nezal's words, in chapter 16 in Likutei Moran. It seems that the paragraph Dalid here doesn't mean in this halacha. It, maybe it means in a, in a, a previous halacha, possibly. The Alkane and therefore now that we're going ahead and performing this mitzvah bris mila, whereby we're repairing the orlas basar and the orlas saleh, we're fixing all of that. We're repairing the, the sin of the eight sadas. That's why now it's a mitzvah to eat. Now the eating is holiness, which infuses Chachma into the heart, which is the repair of the creation. Remember, by creation it says, everything was created with Chachma. As it says, he ate and drank, and it was good for his heart, as we mentioned earlier. Because once again, what will define the holiness or lack of holiness of a person's eating is the tikkun abris of the person. As it says in Mishlei chapter 13, a tzaddik eats to satisfy his soul. He doesn't eat because of physical taiva. He eats lesoiva nafshoi, to satisfy the soul. And we know that the title tzaddik refers especially to tikkun abris, yosev ha-tzaddik. 
Okay, and therefore, Achshav, she has taken up bris like Amila. Now that we perform this major procedure of taking a bris in performing a bris mila on a little boy, alkei mitzvah lechol. Now there's a mitzvah to eat. Because by eating with holiness, we nourish the heart, we improve the heart, we infuse chachman to the heart, so we infuse life into the heart. When there's holy eating, that improves the brain, the chachman, the das. Remember, lechem, the word lechem, is bigematria three times yudke vavke to show that this it infuses life into the three parts of the brain. Because the brain and the heart are defined by the eating. As Rabbeinazal speaks about this in chapter 17 in the Kutimah. And chachma is what gives life to the heart. Because Chachma is the source of spiritual life and energy for all of the worlds and all of the Midois that are evolved in that vacant space in the heart. And Rav says, understand this. Again, he's giving us incredible insights into what's going on Kabbalistically, you know, regarding the creation of the world and how that takes place inside of each and every one of us. Therefore, now that we perform this major activity of Tikkun Abris, this Bris Mila, now it's a mitzvah to eat. Because the eating at a suit of a brismila is like the eating of Shabbos and Yantif. Note, again, in, 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 among the Hasidim especially, the, the, the father of the baby dresses up in big day Shabbos for a brismila. Shehem kriyam ois. Shabbos and Yantif and brismila are all called ois. We're going to say today is Friday, Erev Shabbos. We're going to say the Shamru Vene Yisrael as Shabbos. Lase says Shabbos, the Reisam, Bris Oilam, Beini Uvein Bene Yisrael, Ois Hili Oilam. Bechinas Tikkun Abris. So Tikkun Abris, Bris Mila, Shabbos Yantaf, all one, all holiness. V'yalkein Oz Mitzvah Lechel Sudas Shabbos V'yantaf. And that's also why it's a mitzvah to eat the meals, the three meals, the four meals of Shabbos of Shabbos, and the two meals a day of Yantif. And with this, we explained the Suda at a Brismila that follows the Brismila. Any questions? Question in the chat. What does Ramnasal mean that eating is now mutter? Was it ever usr? The answer is yes. Hashem had said to Adam and Chava, don't eat. Don't eat from that eight sadas toivara. There was a, 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 a commandment not to eat. There's a commandment not to eat before davening in the morning. 
There's a commandment not to eat on Yom Kippur, not to eat on fast days. There's a time of not eating, and there's a time when, wow, because we did this operation, now the door is open. Now go ahead and eat. Now eat and enjoy. Now your eating is something major, a major positive event. The Hashkoch that we're learning this on Erev Shabbos in the morning, when the women hopefully especially are preparing the macholam, the special foods of Shabbos and Yantif. And here again, I, I feel incredibly privileged to be Zoycha, to have been taught by my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfels of Brocha, and to have watched Rav Michal, Rav Moshe Burstein, all of these Sadikim who were makted in all the pseudos of Shabbos and Yantif. Today again, there's all kinds of new age baloney, all kinds of nonsense. Of, of people looking for excuses not, not to eat the Sudais of Shabbos, not to have bread, not to have meat, not to have flesh. And again, no, 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 it says here in the Shulchan Aruch that if you don't like meat, you don't have to eat meat. And if you don't, true, 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 true. But my, our rabbis showed us the Cadillac, the Rolls Royce of Yiddishkeit. They presented the Rolls Royce of Yiddishkeit. And the Rolls Royce of Yiddishkeit is having each one of the Sudas of Shabbos. And like the Arizal says, to make sure to have fish at each one of the three meals of Shabbos and to try very, very much to have meat or chicken at each one of the Sudas of Shabbos. And regarding a bris mila also, the real, real proper Suda of bris mila is when it's a fleshic Suda, if at all possible. I've heard that, I've heard Rabbonim that say that, again, if a person can't afford, or nowadays in some circumstances, if it can't be flesh, at least fish, fish can, can be a substitute. But again, there's Rolls Royce, and there's a Buick, and there's a, a bicycle, and there's a tricycle. We should be zeichet to perform the mitzvah is We should be zeichet that good, healthy Jewish children should be born. And, and, and there should be marriages, weddings, and simchas, and shabosim, and yomim toivim, and be zoichet to celebrate the ultimate suda, the suda that we're told is going to take place when Mashiach comes, the suda of the Yosan, the Meher Amenu, Amen V'Amen. Amen. Sunday morning, in Hashem, there'll be a shir on Ikuti Alochais, but then the shir after that will be Thursday, because I'm flying to America Sunday night from Eretz Yisrael, and I'll be in transit Monday morning, Eretz Yisrael time, I'll be in transit. So Sunday morning, Shir, the next Likut Eloch Shir after that will be in Yitzhashem Thursday morning, Eretz Yisrael time, hopefully. A wonderful Shabbos.